Um, oh, we should do an ad. Oh, yes. Let's see. When does this come out? Let's look at the calendar. This is a January 18th episode. January 18th. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. That's nothing. That's, <laughs> I have no idea what happens in January. January easily. I don't know if we, if we talked about how much, which months I like and which months I don't like on this podcast. Uh, we talked about which month would be the best pizza month. Okay. And we agreed February. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah, clearly. Obviously. Yeah, yeah but it, we, have, we haven't talked about which months suck and which months rule, right? Correct. Okay, so worst month of the year, hands down, January. I don't, like, there's yes, no. 100%. Yeah, no argument yeah. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So best month, well, that's debatable. I think everyone can pretty much agree, January, worst month. You yeah. Know. What you would got, you say is best month? What are you per- feeling right now? Personally, personally, yeah, yeah for you, it's gonna be the month of June. That's okay. you know, that's I literally named a child after it. Yeah. I literally named a child after that's how true. much that's, I love the month um, of June. Is so. that uh, that's where her name comes that from? Is, it's not, uh, not that, a It's the month. It's, yeah, it's, it's a calendar, baby. Mm-hmm. Okay, now her her birthday's not in June. It is in May because we yeah. missed just just a, just a hair. You know, we were just Amy, off by uh, a hair. Didn't really come through on that one. No, well, there won't be a next time. So. <laughs> so that's the last, last as you're gonna get. Last chance to hit the target on that one. But um okay. yeah. So I say best month, June. Worst month, January. January's definitely the worst. Yeah. Without question. Um I once got married in January, and that was all that that's all you need to know. <laughs> worst <laughs> month. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're sponsored by <laughs> And if you oh boy. If you hate January as much as we do and want it to go by as fast as fucking possible, mm-hmm. a little bit of January juice goes a long <laughs> way. <laughs> I they we should let them know that we have a great new promotion for them. We should I'll I'll let Tara know that we we've solved their January marketing woes. The post holiday slump, not a problem anymore. Mm-hmm. January juice. One hundred and ninety seven proof gin. <laughs> it's technically illegal. And what? we have it. Yeah. <laughs> and you, but so and are a lot it. of things. <laughs> uh. yep. If your January is uh, is cold and terrible, and it is, mm-hmm. no matter where you are, it is. Even if you are like my in-laws in California and it becomes January and they say, oh, it's 63. Ugh, it's so mm-hmm. cold here. Let's get out the winter coats. Uh, boy, that's um, that's a double whammy because then they need it. And also I need it because I can't hear them <laughs> tell me how bad 63 degrees is because it's just, it just kills my soul. One time we went out there to visit and it was, I think it was like April or May and mm-hmm. the weather every single day was 75 and sunny. One day we went to my brother-in-law's house and we were sitting out in his backyard and it was just a gorgeous day and they live in Orange County and it was just beautiful. And his wife very sincerely said, I'm so sorry about the weather today. And I said, what are you talking about? It's, <laughs> it's amazing here. And she said, I know, but it's kind of cloudy. And there weren't supposed to be clouds this week. Oh, my and God. And I looked up. There were, uh, there were, I counted literally three clouds. <laughs> and I said, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> sorry about all these blemishes on the sky. The, they aren't supposed to be there. It's so uh, embarrassing. We're having them um, removed. It's fine. <laughs> Anyway, Pickney Bend, uh, they're going to help those January woes. Um, boy, we really, that's, this is a tough ad, huh? Mm-hmm. This one, this one is, I, this I, is loose. I mean, loose. I mean, really, 
in the worst months, the liquor just kind of sells itself. I really That's think true. so. You know? Yeah. You don't need us. Yeah. Oh, and you're doing dry January. Don't do that. Oh, no, definitely not. Oh, God. No, January is the worst month to do dry. Mm-hmm. I'm all for taking time off. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Not in January. Mm-hmm. That's when you need to double. It's ja- double January. Yeah. Double wet. <laughs> double wet, no dry. And Pinkney Ben's going to help you get there. <laughs> P-I-N-C-K-N-E-Y-B-E-N-D.com. Um, make that happen for yourself. You're going to you're gonna love that you can't remember most of January. See you in February. Please drink responsibly. <laughs> Please forget January responsibly. Welcome to this is Ghost. I'm Clayton Smith, and uh, I tell my friend Patrick stories. Now we got that over with. Patrick, listen, you sent me (laughs) a link not long ago Mm -hmm. that was. Let me just. The title is something. It's what is it? Ten. Here it is. Ten dangerous homemade automatic firewood processing machine, wood cutting (laughs) machine, splitting firewood. (laughs) And you you love the SEO. You love to see it. Mm -hmm. All Um, keywords right there in order, (laughs) alphabetically. Maybe I don't even know. Yeah, well, and that's I, and that's probably I think that's the third video that's come across my feed with almost the exact same title, maybe with the words rearranged a little bit. YouTube has your number, my friend. Oh man, you it's, it's <laughs> you like, are it's going like, down a dangerous rabbit hole. Here. It's like the it's like like the one month where uh, all I all I saw in my suggested videos was Mike Tyson knockout videos. That was it for like a month. <laughs> God, what a month that was! And then and then like. Poof, it went away, you know. Hmm, yeah. They thought I'd moved on to something else, but I... They don't know you. But I do. You don't operate like uh, nope. like most people. Nope. So you sent this link. I just watched it right before we started recording. <laughs> and I I have some questions. The second and some one? thoughts to share. The second one? Well, let's get there. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I start the video and I watch mm. the first one and I think, well, that's not very dangerous. Yeah. The first one is very... It's what I... It seems like a very kind of very rote uh log splitting machine mm, very classic slow moving you know yeah yeah easy very to manage tw- like doesn't yeah. look very dangerous at all actually exactly. yeah and i thought well this video is clickbait this is there's nothing here mm. oh no and then i saw the second log <laughs> i have never felt such fear for oh. a stranger in my entire life oh it was it's it's like <laughs> it's it's like a water wheel at a mill Except spinning at about maybe 250 RPM <laughs> with a with a hatchet essentially welded onto the side of it. And my favorite part is the guy just shoving the logs straight into it from one inch away. And then jumping backward yeah. so that his hand doesn't get split <laughs> off. And also the logs, when they get hit, they're yeah. jumping around. Yeah, and they, they like fly, in the face. Yeah, they fly right back at him. Oh. It's like a robot is doing just karate chops mm-hmm. uh, with an axe hand yeah and you have to hold the wood mm-hmm. right there and so okay and the best part of it was when he's trying to put the gigantic log mm-hmm. the tree cross section up <laughs> into the the loading zone 
I was like, how is he going to roll this up the ramp? Mm. And then yeah. he pulls out a rope that he then attaches to the machine itself <laughs> and uses the spinning of the machine to help him pull this thing <laughs> to the top. And I thought, oh, my God, he is going to lose well, several pieces. And at himself. that point, at that point, you're thinking to yourself, this guy's a little clever. I mean, he's he's figured out, you know, a little bit uh, of, you know, okay. a little to assist himself. And mm. then not five seconds later, you realize, oh, no. Oh, no, that was the only cleverness <laughs> this man possessed. <laughs> <laughs> it it it, it, look, it looked like it looked like something off of off of Squid Game. It really did. <laughs> it really did. Except, except it was happening live. And the, the 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 terrifying thing is always whenever it's clearly a stationary camera, not mm. somebody else holding a camera, you know, ready to help them. It's clearly they set up the camera by themselves and then fired up this monstrosity. <laughs> His wife was like, "I want no part in this, uh, but please get insurance before you do it." Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Fine, give me the fucking tripod. Go back in the house." <laughs> And uh, I think my favorite part is at the end, after he's done, he, he turns up, he comes to the camera, and he is out of breath, and he says, I got to slow it down. I can't keep up with it. Like, Friend, boy, what are you doing? Um, my other complaint is a small one mm-hmm. with that video. Um, and this is nothing, really, but it, it says it's 10 machines. Right. I counted four. Well... So, so, so that's not as many as you would be led to believe by the title. So the clickbait, yeah. So the the clickbaity part of it does come in a little bit. You you wouldn't have clicked on one that said four, you know, hyper dangerous homemade log splitting. Oh boy, machine. I might have. Yeah, well, I think I might have. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see what this does to my YouTube algorithm. Thank you for sharing that. With Seriously, me and yeah, making me a part of this. Mm-hmm. It, that, that is that is called a seed video. That is a seed <laughs> video for your algorithm, and it will take you places you do not. You cannot oh, imagine. Boy. Okay, so now, after that, my recommended videos on the right are another one titled also 10 Dangerous Homemade Automatic <laughs> I told you, Firewood a bunch of <laughs> <laughs> So there's that one. Uh, Super Glue and Baking Soda is a video that's somehow six minutes long. Yeah, you'll get some dumb ones in there. Um, crazy Wood Processing Machines from mm-hmm. Lord Gizmo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all, it's it's almost all very dangerous looking fire splitters. Um Here's a factory machine ingenious tool that has a fish on a, I want to say a grinder. I don't mm. know. I don't know. This is gonna. Probably this is, well, this is my week. I'd say probably yeah. Probably click on that one. Another seed video. See where that one takes you. Mm. Yep. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> well, thank you for. We can, um, we can record tomorrow if you if you want some time or anything. Well, I'm just wondering if we should. If this is our next podcast, <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> reactions to uh, woodcutting, homemade uh, woodcutting videos. We really should do a podcast that's like, <laughs> click 10 random videos in a row from the suggested videos oh and see God. how far away from your own personality you can get. <laughs> oh, boy. So I think we have a lot of people who listen to this podcast for the ghost stories. Mm-hmm. I hope we also have some people who listen to hear us catch up over the last week because <laughs> <laughs> I was editing the um, the Missouri Witch, the Molly Crenshaw episode mm-hmm. yesterday. And we just were talking about stuff for the first 20 minutes and that's after cutting out a solid 10 minutes. <laughs> um, so I got to imagine if you're still listening, you just want to hear how Patrick's week was. How was your, how was your week back? Well, it's, it, it, it's Monday, so it hasn't really done too much yet, but um <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it, it's it's fine. We're a couple days away from Christmas here in the past, so um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess that's gonna happen. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. You know, fingers crossed. Uh, who knows? The world is a, the world's a wild place. Mm-hmm. Um, it is fun. Each episode is like a time capsule. 
So the other day, so yesterday, Elon did the the poll about whether or not he should step down as CEO, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And yep. uh, everyone said yes, <laughs> which I don't think is what he was looking for. I wonder, you think he'll be um, gone by the time this episode airs? I've got to think so. Yeah, I'm, I've, I imagine right now he's trying to he's trying to he's asking MySpace Tom how many zeros should go on the check to run Twitter for the next twelve months. And once he yeah. figures that out, yeah, he's he's gone. He's out the door. He's back to fucking up his other companies. So <laughs> good for him. Yeah. Wish him all the best. Uh, okay. Let's see if I have notes for today. I don't. <laughs> I think this is... What? Hopefully you weren't counting on me having notes for the show. <laughs> well, after the Halloween episode, you said, please never again. So that was a... I'm we'll, taking you with that word. <laughs> we'll check back in a year. Yeah. This episode, I think, is going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to the promo. <laughs> I I took notes on it as I do, and um, right before we started recording, I was upstairs and I thought I'm going to change the structure completely. <laughs> so I've been taking, but I took the same notes I had and just copy, like cut and pasted, okay, in different yeah. orders. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, it's going to be fine. I think like, like a Pulp Fiction episode that we're going to do. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's a non well. It's more linear now than it was before. <laughs> was, hmm. Okay. Yeah, I was trying to do a Pulp Fiction, and then I thought, I'm, I can't. That's that's not my wheelhouse. <laughs> um, so, but I will say, I was working on notes last night, and Erin came down into my office, and we were talking, and she looked. She goes, "What is that?" And I said, "These are the notes for uh, for Is This a Ghost Tomorrow?" She goes, "Huh, that's a lot of notes." And I said, "Yeah, it is a lot of notes. Thank you." <laughs> Thank you for recognizing the hard work that I do and the exhaustive, I would say exhaustive research mm-hmm. that I uh, that I do every week for this show. Yeah. I can't argue. I mean, again, relative to the amount of work that I do for this show, it is infinitely exhaustive. <laughs> so we'll just dive in. Yeah. Where do we start? <laughs> I have copied and pasted poorly <laughs> already. <laughs> Okay, today I want to tell you the story of the ancient Ram Inn. Ancient? I'm sorry, like Ram is in the animal? Mm-hmm. Okay, the ancient and Ram. Inn as in yeah. ramming it in there. Yeah. Wait, wait what? <laughs> no, what? Huh? No. Uh, yes, Inn as in hotel, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, the ancient Ram Inn. Now, it's not an inn named after an ancient ram. Okay. It is an... It used there was a point where it was called the Ram Inn. Oh, and then it got real old. Which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then it got real old. So this building was built in the year God, just take a guess. I want you to just can you guess if you can if you guess the right century, this is gonna be great. Um, I'll tell you, this is in Glout Glout Gloucestershire, England, which is probably pronounced Gloucestershire. I think you probably nailed it. I'm gonna guess the year the century. 900 see it's not as ancient as that and i think ancient might be the wrong word here. it was built yeah. in 1145 I, I, I yeah that's well i, don't, I guess i would say ancient I, it's I, old I, yeah before let's say before printing press that yeah. will, I'll, I'll give that ancient yeah it's not it's not it's pretty close though right printing press is what 1200 something, something like yeah. yeah so but it's still it's still on the it's still on, pretty on the still pretty yeah. i mean this building i gotta send you a picture of this because it's it's a terrible looking building, <laughs> but, but, but uh, it's it's been standing for almost 900 years, which is pretty amazing. Dude, if I was standing for 900 years, I would look equally terrible. <laughs> I would look so bad. Now, that Pickney Bend is going to 
preserve you in all the best ways. <laughs> it's going to pickle you <laughs> in January juice. This is a picture of the ancient Ram Inn. Okay. And you will know it's not like a stone castle or something. No, it is. It's like stucco. Yeah. Yeah. And it's buckling a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's slouched yeah. quite a bit. But it's still standing. It's amazing. Hmm. It's really incredible. I'm impressed. I, I have to think that it's the the only thing holding this house together is is ghosts. <laughs> they <laughs> they are like mortar in these in these bricks. Um, so this this building was built um, with, and I, I I don't think it's been much changed. I think this is pretty original. Yeah, uh, yeah. It looks like they, they, they yeah they they nailed it the first time. There's no no room <laughs> no notes no room for improvement. We did it. Yeah. This is built in 1145 in Gloucestershire, England, in a town called Watton Under Edge. That's the town. Okay. All right. Wait. So yeah. Gloucestershire isn't a town? No. Is it like a state? It must be like no a county how, how or something. I don't okay, know what yeah. the... I spent some time looking into that and then just got so <laughs> bored. <laughs> I stopped. But I know the town is Watton Under Edge. Mm-hmm. Every time I and that's yeah. Every time I look up a, an address or something like that in England, it's always blah 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 on something, blah blah blah. It's all on cloud. Yeah, and I'm like, it's not yeah. on, like Stratford everything's on, on something. Yeah, we're on yeah. Earth, dummy. <laughs> well, this one is under something. Oh well, there you go. See, even better. This one is under edge. Um, this was built as a house to uh, to as a building that to house masons and other builders who were constructing the nearby St Mary's Church. Which is also very old, but not quite as old <laughs> as this building. Yeah. Because that's also, how time works. Yeah. Also still standing, it sounds like. I, think, I believe so. Wow. I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Pretty impressive. I mean, they really knew how to do it back then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so they built a building to house the builders of a different building. And that was the ancient Ram Inn. <laughs> which was not at that point called the Ram Inn. Um, it was just called that place where the builders stay. Probably called the New Ram Inn. That's right. So, yeah, it's almost 900 years old at this point. It is widely considered to be one of the most haunted buildings on the planet. Mm -hmm. And I was doing the math on this, as I do. Uh, You know I love math and can't keep me away from from doing math. I know. You're always texting me numbers. It's just like, Like, stop. Hey, 17, (laughs) huh? Right? Am I right? 17. (laughs) So it's more than twice as old as America. Mm -hmm. The country, not the land. Right. Um, so that's pretty old. Yeah, I would say, but okay. So you're saying it's the most haunted, but when something's been around for a very long time, there's a handicap there. Like that's true. You know, if, that's it, true. Yeah. If I built a house six years ago and it's got 15 bloodthirsty ghosts in it and this one's got 30, but it's a trillion years old or whatever. That's, I think, I think I kind of win there. There's probably, there's gotta be a formula yeah, that okay. some sort of metric we should probably be the ones to create about, uh, <laughs> How that works, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. There are quite a few ghosts here, though, so I think it it's going to hold its own. But yeah, you're right. Um, so now, the <laughs> part of the reason it's haunted, there's a couple of reasons why it's haunted. One is obviously the death that has happened there. Mm-hmm. That's sure. a given. But there's more than that. It's, you know, because death happens at a lot of places. Mm-hmm. I mean, just all the time. Hospitals, People amusement parks, everywhere, yeah. Constantly. And mm-hmm. not all of them are haunted. I mean, no. most of them. I'm yeah. sorry, you say amusement parks? <laughs> it happens. Okay, that's true. It's a weird place to go second, but that's true. 
And, but this building is, uh, it's positioned in such a place that it really, it, there was no, it, there was, there was no chance that it was not going to be haunted. Okay. They were really, they, they really fucked up when they built this building mm-hmm. for two reasons. Number one, it sits atop an intersection of two very important ley lines. Oh, okay. I had a feeling ley lines are coming in here. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm actually surprised we haven't gotten to ley lines yet in this show. This is the first time, and it's pretty good. We've cracked about a million jokes about them, and nothing's actually come up <laughs> yeah. in the text. And now they're here, mm-hmm. and I was... I, so do you know what ley lines are? I've seen Ghostbusters. I'm familiar. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't know why, like their history of the person who, I mean, he would say discovered, I would say made them up. Yeah. Um, he would say discovered. <laughs> and look, I'm not here to pick fight with ley lines enthusiasts. They, <laughs> nothing will, nothing will send a pacifist into a fury like, uh, like telling them ley lines aren't real. But it was this guy who apparently found that ancient footpaths that people would take to get from one place to the other. Mm-hmm. Um, in some places, they were like straight lines. Mm-hmm. And he expected them to not be straight lines. Because like if you're thinking about like hilltops, for example, if you go from like top of a mountain to the top of another mountain, mm-hmm. usually the easiest way to do that is to like not go straight line, but kind of wind around the mountain and yeah, go sure. gradually. Sure, sure, sure. But these people through antiquity would just go straight. Okay. And his, his takeaway from that was, well, there must be, there are no straight lines in nature and there's no, there's nothing that, that makes a straight line, the best path here. So there must be some sort of energy channel here. That's like drawing people forward instead of maybe like the people were just so lazy or they only had so many bricks. Yes. It's like, you know what? It's going to be a straight line. (laughs) I can't afford to do this, you know, this, you know, wizard of Oz shit and go in circles and stuff. It's just going to be a straight line guys. Listen, uh, I read in the textbook once that a straight line is the shortest distance between two points, and uh, I got to go. Let's go. Also, if you're going down a mountain, I think you can't discount the idea that maybe they had, like, landsleds, and mm-hmm. they just went straight down. Sure. That's how I would go down a mountain. Yeah. So, anyway, so this guy, this dummy, <laughs> decided that they were energy channels that drew people into them, and um, and I, I kind of knew that, but I didn't know why they were called ley lines. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I'm being trolled by this. this might be a joke website <laughs> because it's so stupid. <laughs> but supposedly, according to the site that we'll link to in the show notes, they are called ley lines because the person who um, who made them up is, was connecting like, oh, these lines go from this place to this place. And these mm-hmm. ley lines go from this place to this place. And most of the places that were connected had L-E-Y somewhere in the name. Okay. And so he named them ley lines because a lot of them went from places like Leyland to Green Soleil or <laughs> it's, he's like mm, the uh, the common denominator yeah. here is lay <laughs> so these are ley lines oh that's like the most that's just the dumbest thing I can think of to name it I, I, I figured it was either someone's name uh-huh. or I don't know, some sort of like Latin or something like that but no it's way just- dumber than I thought it would be <laughs> Way dumber. If you're dumber than Latin, I really don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, these are very mystical for sure. And so the the, the ancient Ram Man was built on two on two ley lines, and these specific ley lines that intersect beneath the ancient Ram Man, they also trace their way over to Stonehenge, 
So they have significance hmm. there. Um, and so obviously what's happening here is the power of Stonehenge is being channeled down its ley lines directly into the ancient Ram Inn. That's something that is indisputable. <laughs> I mean, clearly, yeah, this is clearly a, a hotbed for energy channeling and and yoga know. festivals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a shame that they spent all the all the time on energy channeling and not like stucco repair because like that's also something right. that this place is lacking. Yeah. But then again, it may be the ley line energy that is holding this thing together. Yeah, something sure is. Yeah. It's, it's, this, the, this building should not be standing. It looks like it's about to explode from the inside. So something is, there is some supernatural force holding it. It looks uh, like a it. balloon that's being blown up too much. That's what it looks that's like right. to me. It does look like. <laughs> um, so that's one thing. So there, the thought by some people is that the ley lines are kind of channeling the supernatural energy that's feeding the ghosts, mm-hmm. which I think uh, that ties in pretty well to the Ghostbusters theory. I haven't seen Ghostbusters in a long time. Is that, tr- is, is does that, does that sound right? What I just so, said? Uh, I, 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 yeah, I don't, I don't, have a, I don't have a better explanation for it there. <laughs> trying to remember each, even which Ghostbusters it was, but yeah, there was a, yeah, basically where they intersect. That's where ghosts come out. That's pretty much yeah. all I remember about it. Yeah. Well, that tracks here mm-hmm. for sure. Um, did I tell you I saw the Ghostbusters building in New York? Yeah, yeah, week? yeah. You, you sent me, yeah, and they like Ghostbusters logos yeah. painted on the sidewalk stuff. and stuff like that. Yeah, it's yeah. great. <laughs> anyway, <Fine>. so, <laughs> okay. Well, so that was one reason why the ghosts were so prevalent or are so prevalent. I'm sorry. Um, still going strong. The other big reason that probably there are a lot of ghosts is because the inn was built on top of a 5,000-year-old pagan burial ground. Oh, you could have built it anywhere, really. <laughs> you could have built it fucking anywhere. Yeah. <sighs> and you build it on top of a pagan <clears throat> burial ground. And you can see there's a basement. Like, they dug. They mm-hmm. dug, and they found mm-hmm. shit, and they were like... You know they found bones. It's fine. No one's going to know. All these right. pagans are dead, clearly. No one's going to know about this. Well, this was 11, what is it, 1154, 1145. So they were digging with like, they had they had a rock in each hand yeah. and they were <laughs> digging with rocks. And by the time they got down deep enough to have a, a basement, they were like, mm. fuck it. We are not doing this yeah. again. Like, let's just build. <laughs> They're literally grabbing two handfuls of dirt, one with each hand and climbing back up to throw it in a bucket. <laughs> That's right. Uh, um, so I don't know what they expected. I th- and I we haven't really done burial ground spots yet so this is kind of exciting we talked a little bit i think about one in um the zombie road episode we that did. was a bit of a thing but no no buildings yet built on burial grounds i think everyone though knows that's a bad idea you know yeah. that's you don't do that yeah that's um if there are so the first we if you want to if you want to make a haunted house number one make it a home operating table yeah that's yeah that's right? gonna that's gonna that's a that's going to do it for you. That's a cheat code right there. Yeah. Straight Number to two, build it on a burial ground. Mm-hmm. I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> and number three, so. probably build it on the site of like an insane asylum. That's probably, oh. the, that's that's an easy one too. Yeah. Turn the insane asylum into like rehab it into something else. Like mm-hmm. leave the bones of the building. Yeah. And the people. Yeah. Turn it into like an yeah. elementary school or something like that. It's <laughs> <laughs> <God>. horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and <laughs> there's a potentially a third thing that also makes this uh, just a hotbed of ghost activity. Uh, uh, in addition to the ley lines and the uh, the pagan burial ground, 
According to the Travel Channel, uh, this is a quote I'm just going to read. Located directly across the street from the ancient Ram Inn, streams of water Mm -hmm. on the inn's grounds had to be diverted around the church's site. And many believe the redirecting of water on the ancient Ram Inn site opened up a portal for dark energy. Boy, that's just like the most... I don't know how that works, but... Did you move that water? Oh, that's bad juju right there. We don't move the water. We don't move the water. Um, So all the places with dams, those are bad. Mm -hmm. All the places... uh, Chicago, bad. Mm -hmm. They diverted the river there to flow it backwards. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, Bab. Clearly evil. Anyway, so it's set up for failure from the get-go. Right from the jump. It's it's going to be haunted. Sure. And 900 years later, they're still waiting for this thing to fail somehow. But it's just going strong. It's just, boy, it's hanging in there. It really is. You know, so I was thinking about this and do, doing math, is, as you know I love to do. Mm-hmm. Our great-grandchildren will be around for the thousandth birthday of this house. Interesting. I think they should honor our memories by going to Watton Under Edge. Mm-hmm. On the eve of the party and blowing this house to <laughs> just, hell. Just, just, <laughs> right lean, just lean on one corner and just let it all go. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be very cool if our descendants were were ghost hunters. Ghost but not slayers. like yeah. ghost slayers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not the way yeah, not like TLC mm-hmm. reality TV ghost hunters, like Van Helsing's of ghosts. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> uh, I'd watch that show. I would watch that show so oh, bad. How do I write a book about that? That sounds great. You totally should. I will. I will. You know what? I will. You know, I've got the time. I'm going to yeah, write a book about yeah. that. <laughs> I've got just two tiny lunatics running around the uh-huh. house all hours of the day and not sleeping and just screaming a ton. Mm-hmm. I think in between screams, I'll write this book. Um, What were we talking about? Uh, this weird house? Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> That our, our descendants will um, will go destroy for its thousandth birthday. So anyway, so the building was a house for the Masons first. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it was a home for the first vicar of the church. So when the church was still being built, there was a vicar who goes there and holds mass at an unfinished church, much mm-hmm. like uh, in our uh, skull face bishop episode. Sure. Yeah, you know you hold uh, you hold service inside a unfinished church. So he so it had a priest at the beginning, um, and then it's sort of lost as to the the purpose of the house. It changes a lot. People think it was probably various types of an inn, like a place where just travelers would come and mm-hmm. spend time. Whether it was an actual inn, whether it was a pub, whether it was a brothel, like yeah, one of those places where like there's constantly a banner up that says "under new management," and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. okay, yeah, I try guess. It now, okay, yeah. Oh, it's a brothel now. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So centuries pass, and along the way, some ghosts are born. Sure. I mean, just a fucking ton of ghosts Mm -hmm. are born in this house. So here are are the highlights of the ghosts. In the 1500s, there was a local woman who was accused of being a witch. They didn't. Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't like it back then. They weren't as open minded as we are now about witches. I thought this was Europe. <laughs> <laughs> if any place is gonna be cool about witches before the U.S., it's gonna be Europe. But I don't know. Guess not. This was um, this was pre. This was before the craft came out. Okay. So 
no one really knew like how cool and sexy they could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Demographics. And this was also, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> the Spanish inquisition was raging over in mm-hmm. Spain. Like it was a whole kind of thing. And I, I don't, I, I know about the Spanish inquisition of course, but I didn't realize I looked it up just to see like if this was really um, at the same time. Do you know how long the Spanish inquisition went on? No idea. It was like no shit. 600 years. <laughs> it was, it was like 1100 to 1600. It was, it's insane. Questions? No, I, no, I, I, I literally don't know anything about it. I, you know, it doesn't really come up very often in a conversation, except for, you know, you know the Monty Python skit. Of Monty Python. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's pretty <laughs> yeah. much it. Yeah. Just uh 600 or so years of uh, Spanish Catholics uh, torturing Jews until they decided to say, okay, I'm Catholic. <laughs> it's boy it's something um they also didn't like witches so this was anyway so the the catholics there didn't didn't like this Mm -hmm. and uh so they she was being hunted by i don't know who in the 1500s like there's not police so i don't i don't know i don't know who's hunting her i guess i don't know knights or I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Someone said, get her. And then some mm-hmm. men said, okay. <laughs> and they went after her. So what did she do? Oh, she's a, she's, she's a witch. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll get her. We'll get her. It's we fine. know, we know how to deal yeah. with witches over yeah. here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, so she, one night she's on the run. She like runs into the inn mm-hmm. to the Ram Inn uh, and begs them to hide her. And so whoever was the current owner, they did. They said, you can stay here with us. And they, she stayed there for several days, um, which went well until it didn't. Eventually, after about a week or so, the, again, I don't know, angry townspeople, mm-hmm. <laughs> the posse, they found her there and they dragged her out by her hair and they tied her to a stake in the yard and they burned her oh. uh, alive. Mm. Well, as is customary. You wouldn't want to deviate from from well, custom when I it mean, comes to killing your witches. Well, and, and honestly, like, it's kind of their fault for having a stake in the front yard. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, like, what, what else boy, is it there for? We thought this would be, like, a fun joke. <laughs> I thought Great it was a maypole. Halloween. Turns out. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I don't know. if I, Angry townspeople maybe travel with their own stake? I, yeah, I, I guess. I, if you're hunting a witch, you're going to want to have one. Mm-hmm. But if you're tie it, if you're tying a witch to, I mean, that's a big pole. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that you, really is like maple size. And you have to build like a pyre around it too. Like yeah. these things don't happen instantly. It, there's you're there's gonna some, need your own yeah. homemade wood splitter. Yeah. <laughs> and boy, do I have an idea for you. <laughs> so anyway, so she she burns to death, and um, she died, but. Because of all that that good supernatural energy from mm-hmm. the streams being diverted and stuff, <laughs> she still haunts the room where she took up residence. They, today it's called the witch's room. Oh, that's um, convenient. Yeah, they didn't get too no ambiguity with that. at all. Well, yeah, they didn't get too outside the box. And she will appear to people sometimes as a just a fucking furious woman whose body is covered in burns. Sounds lovely. Mm-hmm. So if you, you were get- staying at a hotel mm-hmm. <laughs> and you were woken by a angry screaming woman who was burned head to toe mm-hmm. what do you think you would do um first i would ask her what the number for 911 is in gloucester's tire <laughs> <laughs> did, did you ever watch the it crowd uh yeah yeah 
little bit. God, there's an episode where they like change the 911 to this really great number. It's 876-520-1945678299954. It's just like goes on and on, but they like had this catchy jingle for it. <laughs> it's very good. So yeah, but if, if I show up in this place and they're like, oh, hey, um, do you want uh, the regular room or are you cool with the witch room for like 40 bucks less? Ooh, oh, 40 bucks. That's, I don't know. Mm. I put that right in my stomach. And yeah. It turns like it's not a great idea. There's also a room called the Bishop's Inn. So there's a, there's a room in the inn mm-hmm. called the Bishop's Inn. I would take that room. That sounds like a better room. Okay. Well, that is a room that's haunted by a medieval monk. God damn it. <laughs> they have any regular rooms? No. This is not, they're this all, not, a, they're this not a big place. Yeah. Again, it's 900 years old. No. Every room has a ghost. The medieval monk, though, no one knows who he is or why he's there. So he doesn't stick around much. He hasn't mm-hmm. given any backstory. Mm. Um, so that might be okay. I don't think he's very violent, which, as we'll see, is not <laughs> it's not always the case with these ghosts at this at this particular spot. So the bishop's in still might be the best best bang for your mm-hmm. buck. That might be the most like the, the most believable ghost story right there. Like we don't even know where the fuck this guy came from. I don't got a cool <laughs> he story just for shows it. Up. I this don't guy know. shows up. He screams at me. He throws shit around the house and he leaves. So I don't know. I don't know. But he's definitely he's got the robe. He's got the mm-hmm. hood. And he mm-hmm. looks legit. So yeah. um, so there's so that's two. Um, there's a ghost of a centurion on horseback. In the, that's not a big place. How the fuck do you get a horse in a place like that? <laughs> well, that would be ex- the most. Yeah, I'm glad you asked that, yeah. Patrick, uh, because not easily is the answer, yeah. or not in any way that makes any sense. <laughs> the horse in this case also is a ghost. Well, which, yeah. <laughs> if the ghost rides a real just horse, to be in this, clear, it's not a real horse with a ghost centurion on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, a real horse even like breathes on this place, and it's going to yeah. fall down. I can't yeah. imagine it's going to fit anywhere inside of this building. Now, a ghost horse can do things with less destruction. True. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. So the <laughs> centurion, the <laughs> the most notable sighting of this ghost was by a plumber in the 1970s. <laughs> Was working on a bathroom, trying to fix a toilet, and all of a sudden the centurion rode his horse straight through the wall into the bathroom and like reared up. <laughs> this poor plumber lost his absolute mind. It's <laughs> uh, the best. Uh, there are also reports of a woman hanging by her neck from the beams in another one of the guest rooms. That feels like a very disturbing way to wake up yeah i I, yeah i mean i'm i think she's quiet though well but like what if i don't know what if you ask for the wake-up call and they're like oh yeah we did give you the wake-up call the woman swinging in the room by her neck did you see that did you look up yeah that's more of a visual alarm though i need something i'm a i'm a heavy sleeper (laughs) yeah well if you want that you're gonna want the witch's room that's uh, that's one for you she'll wake you up every hour on the hour so (laughs) How do you feel about bruises? I don't know, just, just spitballing here. <laughs> so this woman hanging from one of the beams, that's a room. There's also disembodied screams of a man who in the 1800s was killed by having his head smashed into a fireplace while a fire was burning inside of it. Okay. Someone took this person <laughs> and smashed his head into <laughs> a fire in a fireplace. <laughs> Um, which kills and the all man. he does is scream yeah 
and this and this place is still open for like people still stay here. This is still a place open for business. Oh, we're yeah. Uh, okay. Hold on, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. skipping ahead. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I mean, yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's it's capitalism at its finest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was one. There. Oh, they have a succubus also. What did she do? On, <laughs> on occasion, uh, if you are in the right room and she's mm. in the right mood, she will climb onto your bed and treat you like you are Lucy Lou. Oh, goodness. If you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. say uh, this is a horny ghost who will go to town on you, which I'll be honest, I, that feels like worth the price of admission. <laughs> I, <laughs> she's not covered in burns, though, right? Like that's- <laughs> I, don't, I didn't read that she was, but you could just close your eyes. Um, do you think it's so, cheating if it's a ghost? Uh, I, boy, that's a good question. That's a good Can you question. get Amy, uh, real quick? Just rub No, and- I'm sure she'll, she'll leave, she'll leave something, something in the, in the, in the comment section for us. It'll be fine. Okay, great. Yeah, good, 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 good. So, God, we've got the witch, we've got the bishop, we've got the centurion on a horse. We've got the woman, the hanging woman, the screams of the man with the fireplace head. We've got the, the succubus. succubus. Right. Mm-hmm, of course. Uh, there are obviously there are photos of floating orbs. Why would not quite sure what those are? Mm-hmm. There is also up in the attic. There's a space called the Weaver's Room. Boy, why would you go in the attic in a place like this? I, don't, I cannot mm. imagine. I can, I why, why would you go into any room in this place? <laughs> Every room has its own ghost. Why would why would you go into this place? Why would you go to this town? Uh-huh. It's like one of those like really crappy theme hotels. We're like, oh, do you want the Pharaoh's room? Oh, do you want the Robin Hood room? And they're like, oh, do you want the one where the woman beats the shit out of you or the guy <laughs> screams the whole time? Um, well, that sounds fun. Whichever one's cheaper. I, I'm I'm just here for the night. We came here for a little spicy adventure. So, <clears throat> oh, you'll want the Centurion then. That's that's what you want. <laughs> So the Weaver's Room, yeah, I, there's an attic and people go into it, which is so stupid. And in that room, so the Weaver's Room is haunted by the ghost of a, uh, a past innkeeper's daughter who was murdered there in the late 1500s. Mm-hmm. A visiting medium one time did her whole seance thing and she, she connected with that ghost and uh, let everyone know that that ghost's name was Elizabeth. Oh, that's very pretty. And she'd been murdered. She'd been, yeah, yeah, pretty brutally, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these are, there are more ghosts. Uh, these are the highlights. There's this kind of other like mm-hmm. weird things, which we'll kind of touch on in a second. But um, these are the highlights. Um, how much would you pay to stay in this hotel? I would be paid um, in the <laughs> mid four figures to stay in this place. You think four? I mean, number one, if you look on the outside, this place has no air conditioning. That is just like, not gonna, not gonna I pass. Didn't even, I didn't clock that. That yeah. is that alone. You're right. Yeah. Also, that's I, the first three figures. Right also, there. I can smell this place from the photo, and it's not nice. <laughs> it's not nice. But I think it has a pub in it. Does okay. that change your calculus okay. at all? Okay, okay, okay. Maybe there's like a maybe there's like a Holiday Inn Express around the corner. I could just like <laughs> just like duck in for a little nip. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And once you know things start screaming, people start walking out of the fireplace. I just head back to the Holiday Inn Express, and everything's cool. I wonder where Watton. I, I looked this up. Let's look this up and see where mm-hmm. this is. Watton under Edge UK. Yeah, see, if there's like a Buffalo Wild Wings nearby. Well, there's a. Oh, okay. So, oh, it's a here. It's right on the map. It shows as a historic site. That's great. There you go. Um. So what is near here? 
Culver Hay surgery is the nearest thing on the map. Boy, I don't. <laughs> I think I'll go back to the hotel. Thank you very much. <laughs> which is right, literally next door to the parish church of St. Mary the Virgin, which is the See? church that, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's some dark shit going down mm-hmm. in this area. Bit of a tourist trap. Uh, the Falcon Steakhouse looks very nice. It's got. That sounds nice. A lot of good reviews. Hmm. That's there. There's a place called the Swan Hotel. Not a lot of like chain so, stuff though. It's too bad. No, no, no. no. And the role there is a surprising number of. Oh God! There's a <laughs> there's a place called the Chipping Surgery. Boy, again, if I, you would you like more information about that? I am good on that. <laughs> I am. Wow, what a place. This is this this is not near London. <laughs> this is rural. <laughs> uh, Which is not surprising. If London if, if if England were a sphere, this would be on the opposite side of the sphere <laughs> from London. This is this is almost Wales. Yeah. Is where this is. <laughs> and I don't think you've been to Wales, but I've been to Wales and let me tell you Is it nice? It's quaint. <laughs> it's over quickly. That's, that's that's what Wales is. We went through it quite mm. fast, and mm-hmm. that was nice. There are there are actually quite a few buildings that look very similar to this one, and I mm-hmm. I did not want to be near any of them for a very long time. You know, my favorite fact about Wales is their flag is not like an official <laughs> flag. Their flag is just a description of what the flag should be. And it's up to your interpretation of how you want to draw that. Well, I thought their flag was dragons. It is, but it's literally, their flag is just the fact that there has to be a dragon on the flag. That's what the oh, flag is. Oh, that's like the the prescription for the flag? Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, their national flag is, you know, I remember what the colors are, green and red or something like that, with a golden yeah. dragon in the middle. But there's no specific golden dragon that has to be, just a golden dragon. So well, I'm looking at the flag. You're you you gonna feel so stupid. It's a red dragon. Oh, I'm sorry, red dragon on a green and white field. Mm-hmm. They know dragons are not real, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just did, they just didn't want to settle on one. I don't think <laughs> the red dragon of Wales personifies the fearlessness of the Welsh nation, which, like the dragon, is not real. <laughs> they are very scared all the time. <laughs> Oh, you're right. As with many heraldic charges, the exact representation of the dragon is not standardized, and many renderings exist. How is that possible? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there are some with golden dragons. I mean, you know, there are so many versions of this flag. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Oh my god! Wow! And most of them are golden. I'm sorry that I made fun of you (laughs) because you. This is so weird. We don't, I we can't get into this. This is a this is it's a different podcast. This is, <laughs> it's, anyway, so this place sucks and don't go there. <laughs> In the 1960s, the ancient ram was slated for demolition by the local government. Mm-hmm. They obviously looked at the building, took one look and said, "This has to come down. <laughs> this is a danger to everyone." <laughs> it's right next to the road. Uh, this is going to kill everybody. I love that they over. put the road. I mean, they wrapped the road around that fucking hotel. <laughs> like, what a, What are you thinking? <laughs> um, 
so they were going to take it down, but the the local residents were really concerned because this is the oldest building mm-hmm. in I think it's the oldest building in the in Glout, Gloucestershire. Mm-hmm. I think um, the big concern from the neighbors would be if this building comes down, where are all the where rats going to live? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> where were all of the things that live in this place going to go? Because I don't want any of them in my house. This place now has become the Ghostbusters uh, storage room it for really the ghosts. Is. Yep. 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 <laughs> and if we if we blow it open, there you know we're all in trouble. This is like um, if, yeah. Again, like I think I mentioned this before. When, when you like when you get rid of bats in your house, you don't really like get rid of bats. You right. just make the bats go to someone else's house. That's yeah, kinda, you don't exterminate kind of the bats. Yeah, that's not allowed. Yeah, you just move the bat. Which you know, if they're in your house, I you know, it's yeah. it's. You want them to be someone's problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm that's paying rent you. here. These guys aren't yeah. paying rent. So, yeah, I think that's kind of, that, that's sort of the thought here of you tear this place down. These ghosts are going to start knocking on doors and I don't want them anywhere in my, in my, anywhere in my house. My friend Kirsten had, she bought a house and then she found out she had bats in her attic and they called a specialist and they were like, well, here are all the rules we have to follow. We cannot mm-hmm. injure, the, you know, we have to like be mm-hmm. very humane, which is good, which mm-hmm. I'm all sure. on board with. But it was like such a process. It took months and it cost them so much money to move the bats basically to someone else's attic. <laughs> so, yeah, you want this place to stay standing as long as possible. Mm-hmm. So the people are, they're furious. They don't want them to tear down the ancient Ram Inn. There's so much history and uh, more importantly, so many ghosts and bats and rats. Um, so a man, so there now rises a hero. <laughs> <laughs> from from amongst the people, a man named John Humphreys steps forward and he says, I will save this building. And John Humphreys buys the ancient Ram Inn, mm-hmm. turns it private so that it will not be demolished. This was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> John Humphreys... Had a family. He had a wife and uh, uh, some daughters. I think <laughs> various daughters. <laughs> there were there were there was more than one daughter. I think mm-hmm. two, but maybe more. And what year is this? This was ni- in the nineteen sixties. Okay, from, from yeah. year, but so it's it's very recent history. Recent enough to know better. Yeah. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. So he moves in with his family, and they um, they're gonna take care of this place and make sure that they don't tear it down. Mm-hmm. Now they know the stories. Mm-hmm. For I mean, it's been around for at this point eight hundred years. Yeah, they know, but they just think it's so important to the history <laughs> of the area for reasons unknown that he buys it. They move in, and um, things are bad from the jump. <laughs> <laughs> Their very first night that they live in this building, the very first night they sleep there, John uh, said that he met the spirits that make this building one of the most haunted places in England. He was woken in the night by an invisible hand that grabbed his arm and dragged him out of bed and across the room. Hmm. He started screaming. And when he did, the ghost appeared, became manifest over him. And it was a woman with burn marks all over her body. Oh, 
And he was like, mm-hmm. I remember you. I've heard yeah. about you. Okay. Uh-huh. Can I get your, this is weird. Can I get your autograph? <laughs> you are pretty famous. Can you go over to my dresser and get my bingo card? Because. <laughs> Didn't expect to check you off the list first night, but here we are. So she grabs him so hard. She, he has bruises on his arm mm-hmm. for the next like week or so. And people are attesting to this. This, I mean, again, this is the point where you set fire to the building and yep. you, you let it be destroyed. <laughs> I, I will never understand people who are, dra- who are physically assaulted by ghosts and who are like, eh, it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. I will never, as long as we do this, that yeah. we can do this podcast for a hundred years. <laughs> I will never understand it. But John was, he was in for the long haul. He was not, I guess, concerned with insurance money or anything of burning it down. He did. And uh, I don't know. He, this is a guy who really cares about historical preservation. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I don't think he cares about his family or his well-being or anything like well, that. Well, yeah. Sure. As we'll see, actually, <laughs> quite soon. That is true. <laughs> the spirits continue to haunt them. So they see all these ghosts. Like, all of them. They see mm-hmm. the centurion. He's riding his horse through the inn. And that is horrifying. <laughs> um, they see the hanging woman. Like the kids see all this. Like mm-hmm. it's bad. There are sounds. There are apparitions. There are, again, there's more grabbing, like physical altercations, mm-hmm. um, more bruising. They And they happen. Some Something happens every single night they're there. <laughs> there is a thing, a ghost encounter every night. Every night. It's not always very bad. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just seeing the hanging woman. I am of the camp that any ghost (laughs) encounter is bad ghost encounter, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I I have matches, I have gasoline. Like this is (laughs) this has gotta end. Um one of the worst moments for his family happens when uh, his so one of his daughters is sleeping in the weaver's room in the attic. That's her bedroom. <laughs> what the fuck i don't know it's, it's an inn there must be so yeah, many rooms yeah. <laughs> like, like just something at ground level uh, with a window i'm i'm looking at i'm looking at this building the attic is completely sealed off there are no windows <laughs> no vents you have a chimney that's it yeah. that's, that's all there is there is in your attic it becomes room. its own fireplace it's yeah, kind of nice chimney and an attic full of ghosts yeah. while your family sleeps a dozen feet away from you. Sure. Okay. Great. So that's her bedroom. Uh huh. And she likes it a lot. <laughs> I bet she does. Yeah. I'm um, having a blast. <laughs> After a few weeks, she comes down to John and she says, "Hey, Dad, I I don't want to sleep in the attic anymore." <laughs> and he says, "Why not?" Uh, and it turns out that most nights she would hear, like, she'd be laying in bed and she would hear the sound of something very heavy hitting the floor next to the bed mm-hmm. and then being dragged across the room. <laughs> Again, one, mm-hmm. I, she's doing, she's weeks. She's putting up with that. I don't know what is wrong with people. Yeah, I don't it, understand it. It's not a drafty window. It's not like a weird smell <laughs> in the corner or something no, like that. You know? This is a body thump yeah. and drag. Yeah. Right next to your bed. This is not. Uh, so eventually, though, she has her fill. She says, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then not long after that, John's wife says, OK, listen, <laughs> this place is haunted as fuck. And we have we have to go. Mm-hmm. She says, we have to leave. I will take the children. We will leave. 
we have to get rid of this place. You have to sell it or burn it to the ground or whatever. Mm. Or give it back to the city. I mean, the city's like, we want to bulldoze this thing. So yeah. Yeah, get back to the city. Let them do it. Yeah, there's so Their many problem. solutions here. <laughs> but John loves history, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Loves history, and he got a and really... He- <laughs> Really bad interest rate on this loan, and he can't just walk away from it at this point. John is the Elon of his time. He's making a billion dollars a year for this place. Um, he says he can't. Maybe he, and by this point, I feel like he might, it's not impossible that he's become proud of his, like, his social standing as, like, the guy who moved his family to a ghost yeah. house to save it. And he doesn't want to leave. He doesn't want to give that up. So he says, no, we're staying. We're not selling the place. We're staying. Mm-hmm. And you're my wife. You're going to stay too. Mm-hmm. And she says, no. Good and for she uh, leaves. Yeah. <laughs> and she takes the children and they go, which is the smartest thing that mm-hmm. anyone has ever done in this podcast. No. So it's just John now in the house by himself. Correct. With every character from The Shining running around him. The he is time. Jack. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. He stays, and uh, he is determined to take care of the house. So as part of that mission to take care of the house, he decides uh, one thing he wants to do mm-hmm. is see if he can figure out who these ghosts are and why they're haunting the house. And I, oh, I kind of respect this. Yeah, like, bit of a yeah, DIY he could, here. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If he could figure out why they're haunting the inn, mm-hmm. maybe he can help them move on. This is thought. Oh, okay. All right. So th- this this is this is the old you know get the bats out of the attic type thing. Yeah. Like exactly. You know, that house across the street sure looks like it has a bunch <laughs> more room. I don't know. The church is boy, that's mm-hmm. sturdy. How this place is going to collapse any second. But that church has <laughs> stones, so mm, that seems pretty good, huh? Yeah. So he wants to convince them to leave or maybe finish their unfinished business, mm-hmm. which we assume they have. Mm-hmm. Right? So we actually he he's being proactive here, which. You know, that, if nothing else, I do appreciate. <laughs> he has ruined his entire life, but at least he is thinking, uh, yeah, these, these ghosts can move. I can't fix this family that I fucked up, but I might be able to fix this ghost. This new family, yeah. my ghost family, and I love you guys more than I've ever loved my own family. This is like the really sad act two of John's movie right here. <laughs> it is. So he starts to do a little digging. Um, physically speaking, he starts digging oh, no, 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 no. into the house, <laughs> which is such a bad idea. Um, <laughs> I keep finding hands in the basement. This is really weird. I don't like this. <laughs> and this ghost keeps coming and saying, I don't want to haunt you. I just want my hand back, please. No, so he, so he starts basically tearing apart the house. Um, it's obviously been. I see he got know, about halfway through from the photo. So <laughs> That's right. It's been modified, obviously, of course, mm-hmm. over the centuries. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he's pulling up floorboards. He's like, you know, kind of punching through walls, mm-hmm. really exploring what's there, see mm-hmm. if he can find anything. And he does find some things. I would imagine. What, the first thing he finds when he starts kind of digging into the bones of the house is he finds that some of the walls, the original walls, were covered with runes that were carved into the stone. Mm-hmm. So we had some people from a local college come out to, you know, tell them what the runes were. Mm-hmm. And uh, they identified them as uh, a part of a pretty intense series of satanic rituals. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So at some point, there, whoever was inhabiting this space mm-hmm. was doing some pretty intense satanic shit. He also found the remains of animals that were killed in ritualistic sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Animal bones just everywhere. He found broken daggers behind one wall. Um, and that was confusing. And so he, he he talked to some some people who know things about daggers. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it turns out, so there, especially, I guess, in this area in kind of ancient times, there were there were groups of people who would do, who would engage in satanic rituals that were considered to be so powerful and so evil that when you used a dagger to kill your sacrifice, which was sometimes animal, sometimes human, Mm -hmm. um, after it was all over, they would break the daggers so that it could never be used for any other reason ever again because it carried with it then so much evil. Mm -hmm. So they would break it. So it was just done. He found, yeah, like a, a pile of these things behind one of the walls. <laughs> it's it's like a there's a uh, uh, a German bachelor party tradition. It's kind of like that. Well, not exactly. I'm like sorry. That, but in yeah. what way? <laughs> Please be very specific because there's, there, there's, a, there's a German bachelor party tradition where um, you 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 toast the uh, uh, you toast the bride and then you drink your beer and then you smash your glass on the floor because no more. Um, beautiful woman could ever be toasted with this glass so it's clearly you know done and i'm okay. sure that i'm sure the people that work in the bar are like this is the worst tradition i've ever heard in my entire life <laughs> this is the most expensive yeah. tradition we've ever had to witness <laughs> now that's different from people being murdered right but you know the same sentiment you know this this item is done because you know yeah that's fair it is different though again <laughs> yes, in the sense is. that <laughs> Oh boy. Did your sister do that at uh, her wedding? We broke a shit ton of stuff in uh <laughs> So when, when my sister Wait a got... minute, I know I feel like I've heard this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you they... had to find a thing to break, right? In New York. Yes. Is this yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But back then, back in the old days. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, the back, old days yeah. of nine or so years ago. <laughs> so we all, we all flew to New York so that she said so, uh the two of them could get married. And uh, and yeah, the, the German tradition in general, the German tradition is breaking glassware, porcelain, stuff like that. I the only real explanation I know is the you know is that you know the toasting the the bride type thing. Mm-hmm. Somehow it also extends into just breaking you know just breaking shit porcelain. So <laughs> they went to uh, you know like a I don't know like a Walgreens or something like that and bought a uh, eight place settings of uh, of ceramic plates and bowls. We went to some little park near the hotel and just shattered them all and then swept them up and threw them in the trash. Well, it's very nice that you took yeah. care of the cleanup. I, did you also have to buy a broom and a dustpan? For... We had to buy a broom and a dustpan. <laughs> and before we did it, we, I, before we did it, we, there, there was a policeman that was at the park and we kind of, uh, uh, my sister went up and like told him what he was doing. He gave her this look like, you are the least of my concerns. <laughs> Why are you telling me that you're wasting my time? You know how Eight many people, people have been murdered five feet away from here. I'm watching you to tell me two dudes kill each other right now, and you're whining about breaking the plate. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Remember the time that we were in New York and we went to Hoboken in New Jersey? Oh my God, and then <laughs> we had drank some alcohol, and then we were walking back to I the train. All of the alcohol. We, that's that's what i meant <laughs> and then 
we had to stop it because we had to we had to we had to use the facilities mm-hmm. yep. quite badly and, and since, did so. And since an all of Hoboken is the facilities, you just go anywhere, right? <laughs> and we did. And then a police officer <laughs> so came down the alleyway just as we were finishing mm. and uh, threatened to. Uh, he didn't know what we had done, but he knew it was something bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always remember that guy. I, I don't know how you do things in Missouri. But here in New Jersey, we go through your pockets and I find a reason to lock you up. <laughs> guy. Anyway, this is a ghost podcast and we were at a part that was, oh, daggers. Yeah, yeah. breaking stuff. Yeah, breaking stuff. So he found a lot of those, like a lot of those. Mm. The ghosts that haunted John throughout the years, they were kind of a, obviously those ghosts all showed up. There mm. were also others that were, ancient pagans there were potentially demons that may or may not have been kind of unleashed by some of these rituals mm-hmm. people who were killed in the uh, in those rituals were there of course mm-hmm. um someone or someone's like at minimum one ghost visited john every single night <laughs> every every night every <laughs> night he was haunted he would go to bed every night and there were there was a ghost mm. every single night, <laughs> and I can't. I feel so bad for him because I'm at a point where most nights my one year old will wake up just screaming at two a.m. for no yeah. reason. Yeah, which is jarring enough, and like it's very jarring. That's and I child. feel crazy. Like I'm not sleeping <laughs> enough, and I love her very much. If that was a ghost who I did not care for, <laughs> and it happened every single night, I. I don't understand how this yeah. happened. I hope John has a plan here. I, I hope he's finding things like making notes like, okay, oh, and the centurion. Oh, I found the broken sword. Oh, oh I see. I, I know I'm going to solve this. Well, he seems to have given up on that plan pretty quickly. No, a shame. <laughs> Just, I, was, I was hoping for a montage here where he like fixed everyone's <laughs> problems one after another, you know, and then that's the end he's of like act two. salve to the, yeah. the burn victim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then that's yeah. the end of act two. And then act three right. is he gets his family back. Yeah. That's fine. No, no, the family does not come back. And <laughs> John, <laughs> John dies alone and terrified in a few months. <laughs> he is haunted again, literally every mm. single night of his life. Like there's other houses uh, in this town. What is it? What the fuck? No, he took it very seriously. He mm-hmm. was, he said he would watch over the building and he mm-hmm. did. He stayed there until his death in the year 2017. <sighs> He lived in that house for over 50 years, haunted every night. I Supposedly, he died by natural causes, which mm. feels either impossible or no. the ghosts were like, we're going to let you rot here. No. <laughs> so, At what point do you get used to it, though? Like, if it's, assuming there's no, like... That's true. You know, uh... uh progressively worse physical abuse like at what point are you like yeah yeah i know i know you're burned all over uh-huh yeah i know yeah, you're yeah. on a horse uh-huh yep i know i know can i ride your horse yeah no. okay well, well fuck off <laughs> um yeah so he so he died in 2017 pretty hmm. recently and since his death the ancient ram in uh, it was it, it was taken over eventually by a private company mm-hmm that uh, opens it up as a tourist spot where you can go on ghost tours. Of course. Now, 
I checked out their schedule online. You can only go. It's like eight days a year where they will let you come in. I don't. It feels like a bad business model. I don't know what they're doing. Do they do <laughs> like ghost retreats or something for the rest of the year? What, what, I what have are they doing? No idea. Team building exercises. Or is this a part of England where it like only stops raining for eight days out of the whole year, and they're like, okay, <laughs> these are, are the, the days ones. you can come in here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so that's what it, now it's a tourist spot and you can go and take tours. So next time you're in, uh, Gloucestershire, mm-hmm. you can go check out all of the ghosts, all of the many, many, many fucking horrifying ghosts mm-hmm. at the ancient Ram Inn. I, would, I don't think there's a bar there anymore though. I would probably go, if you really want to see this, I would probably go quickly because I'm pretty sure as soon as this photo was taken, <laughs> this house just fell over. So I, it is <laughs> like... It's like if you filled a paper bag with water. That's what this house <laughs> looks like. You got like three good minutes before it's just not going to be there anymore. It's just going to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that is the story of the ancient Ram Inn. Um, there were some photos that I didn't share with you, but that are pretty cool. They're from like the 50s, 60s, I think, right before John bought it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're assigned. They're just like people just partying in there, as if they have no cares. Mm. But sometimes you can see the looks on these people's faces are like, "I don't like being here." <laughs> it seems pretty clear, <laughs> and I love that. I am gonna finish this drink as quickly as I can and go yep. back to the Holiday Inn. <laughs> if you enjoyed that story, you could go. Oh God, it would be so great if you would just go rate, review, and subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, oh my God, subscribe definitely. Mm-hmm. And tell yep. all your friends about how, how good this podcast is and how fun ghosts are. Mm-hmm. If you have an idea for a ghost that we can cover, you can um, you can do Patrick's favorite thing of leaving us a five-star review and telling us in the comment. Uh, or if you've already left us a five-star review, you can also just go to our website, isthisaghost.com, which we have. That is a real site. And you can submit uh, ghost ideas there. That'd be fun. Go do it. It'll be great. That's all. Yay. <laughs> There's got to be a good way to end this episode. <laughs>